<laughs> Are you alright? You sound If you dead. recall, I asked to delay taping till tonight for this very reason. I, I do remember, you don't sound better. No, this is better. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> okay, hi, I, this is Chip Nuggles. I'm Mike Devine, and I'm dead. <laughs> You'll hear all back from the afterlife. Yeah, you'll hear alternating sounds of me speaking and then retching. Well, not retching. It's more of a angry cough. Uh, so we we've got a show though. <laughs> At least two out of three of us are in perfect health, and that's that's a that's better odds than usual. I'd say if you if you factor in mental health, that's better odds than usual. So oh, if we're factoring in mental health, I think I think zero out of three of us are okay. I think tonight. we're all kind of done for it in that case. Yeah. I think I speak for Ed and myself when I say we've we've been committed and we're we're brought to you right now live out of out of our padded cell. No, 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 damn it. You told me you were committed. You were committed to this podcast. You didn't say that's not what you said. <laughs> that sound that you heard over the sound of me coughing was uh, a sound effect that we use. We do these over the Google Hangouts. And uh, we do these over the Skype. Uh, we do these over smoke signals, and uh, we do these over pigeons that fly, and then uh, what happens is we have a little soundboard here, so you might hear some sound effects like that. Uh, the one you just heard a couple times was uh, the doorbell. We use that guy for a game, a little meta game we call New Choice, and what happens when you hear that doorbell, uh, you have to repeat what you just said, uh, but you have to New Choice what it was. So you can play along with us at home if for fun. New Choice of Illness. <laughs> So be funnier if you know what you that'll degenerate to. Cancer. It'll spin. <laughs> we'll just end up spinning the wheel of cancer by the end of the night. So, them's the rules for uh, the Google sound effects here. Uh, now we've got everything. You're all on board, listeners at home. Let's go ahead. We're gonna meet our players. First off, we've got Christopher Froelich, aka Conan. Conan has a silent H in the middle of his name that has gone completely forgotten in all of Chimp Knuckles' promotional materials, and he's very upset about it. Conan, why don't you tell us more about it? Well, as you know, guys, I was committed recently, um, <laughs> and it was because the silent H thing. I All this time, I was just trusting Mike's assurances that my name had been spelt correctly, and then uh, I got a text from a friend at, like, 2 in the morning the other night, and they were like, dude, like, your name is wrong on everything, and it was, I was scrolling through every piece of advertising and every show, and just the mounting amount of misspellings finally drove me to <laughs> murder my two roommates, <laughs> and then, uh, ever since, I've been divided into three split personalities, um, I like to take it out on your roommates, and not Mike. <laughs> Mike is Mike is too far away. Mike's in DC and I'm in NYC. It doesn't, it doesn't work. I think our show title for the night has already become the mounting amount. <laughs> the mounting amount. <laughs> how how amount would it take to mount your amount? How mount was she? How mount was she? She so, she had a mount, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh so <laughs> Damn it. So all right, well, that's that's uh, that's Christopher Frohl. Ed actually has a very loud A in his name, and he wants to tell us all about it, Ed. Hey! That's great, Ed. No, now we've met the players. And by the way, Conan, I actually had on my to-do list for this weekend, along with edit the show, was restore Conan's H. It was restore. in my to- oh Restore my Conan's that's H. so epic sounding. <laughs> you are the chosen yeah. one, Mike. You must restore the H to its proper place. Exactly. Can't be on. I now appreciate it. I, I haven't yeah. actually noticed this. I need to see this for myself, the, the missing H. I mean, it's the type of thing where if you didn't know there should be an H there, you would never assume. It's not like it's... It's not the H at the end. I'm not calling him Topher Froelich. It's, 
it's the type of thing that if you have a last name with a silent H in the middle and you're not consciously spell-checking your friends, you might not notice it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, no, don't die. <laughs> no no guarantees. For yeah, there, there, is, there is no H. Okay. <laughs> Tonight's Seriously? episode is brought to you by the letter H. <laughs> okay. Let's go ahead. We're going to jump into our first game. Our first game is a game called Try That On for Size. All right, so this is a game called Child for Size. In order to play this game, we're going to give each of our players an action, and they're going to have to come up with a sound effect that corresponds with that action, and then the other player is going to have to repeat that sound but change the action and keep keep doing it until until they until they go 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 bye bye go boo boo. So just for an example, so uh, Mike, you're swinging a golf club. I'm swinging a golf club. Try that on for size. And Topher would go. I'm cracking a whip. Try that on for size. And they just keep going back and forth until they lose. So let's let's start. Uh, Topher, you'll go first because I like well people. You are crop dusting. Plays this game of try on for size. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> He's biased for health. <laughs> I'm flying an airplane. Try that on for size. I'm shooting a machine gun out of the airplane. Try that on for size. My cat is satisfied with the way I'm petting it. Try that on for size. I'm winning the Jackhammer World Championships. Try that on for size. I'm running my hands up and down a plastic water bottle. Try that on for size. I'm removing Bill Cosby's star from the Walk of Fame. Try that on for size. I'm jackhammering. Try that on for size. As already said. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Uh, you are you are being born. <laughs> Where, where? <laughs> I'm being born trying that on for size. Where, where? <laughs> I'm crying about my cough. Try that on for size. Where, where? <laughs> I'm filibustering healthcare reform. Try that on for size. Where? <laughs> Soot has been poured into my eyes. Try that on for size. Where? <laughs> I'm a coal mine lobbyist. Try that on for size. Where, where? <laughs> I'm a sad goblin. Try that on for size. <laughs> where, where? <coughs> I am subtly trying to infer that it's time to call the ambulance. Try that on for size. Where, where? <coughs> I'm an old man, and I was making fun of my ten-year-old grandson for crying, but then, like, my I stretched too far on my bed and I coughed. Try that on for size. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also an old man, and I'm trying to call for my nurse, wah wah, but I coughed afterwards. Drop it, I'm precise. You didn't make the noise. You didn't make the noise. noise. One time I didn't cough tonight. (laughs) And it cost you. Alright, is that that one to one? Is this this for all the marbles? It's it's even. You gotta win by two. I don't. uh, (laughs) Everyone shout rules at the coach. All right, all right. Uh, Topher, you are collapsing due to exhaustion. Try that on for size. Ugh. I'm collapsing due to exhaustion. Try that on for size. Ugh. I'm feigning ignorance. Try that on for size. Ugh. I just saw the new trailer for Game of Thrones. Try that on for size. Ugh. I'm a walrus that just had an orgasm. Try that on for size. <laughs> Ugh. I just found out we're having spinach for dinner tonight. Try that on for size. Ugh. I'm a turtle that just ate some spinach and then pooped it out. Try it on for size. Ugh. I have to break up with my current girlfriend, but it's such a pain. Try that on for size. Uh, I got nothing. 
right, Topher wins due to uh, tennis rules. I won. Because that, that is how tennis works. Neat, 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 neat. You got neat, served. Neat, 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 neat. I did, and I failed to return. Tennis, hashtag tennis, tennis with the knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> tennis with the knuckles. Tennis with the knuckles. Welcome. Welcome to monkey sports. <laughs> These are games with monkeys. Uh, next up is poop throwing using hockey sticks. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Real life super monkey ball. Ah! That's a video game. You had me at monkey. <laughs> you had me super at monkey. You lost ball. me at ball. <laughs> yeah. Well, like doing that, but for real. We just get a bunch of chimpanzees. That can only go well. I don't know what it is, so I don't know if it can go good or if it can go bad. Picture uh, mon- a monkey inside of a ball. And oh, ro- that was very, very literal then. Yeah, <laughs> no, we're not being artistic. It's just a monkey in a ball, and the game is to just roll the monkey down a hill or whatever. It sounds very cruel and unusual. No, they like it. It's cool. Oh, okay. Then it's all right. <laughs> They're fine. As long as it's a voluntary monkey ball. <clears throat> yeah, they sign waivers. With with feces. Do they like smush their hands with feces and it's like a paw print type situation? But it's yeah, poop? it's like a shit fingerprint. Oh, that's really cute. I like that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Aw. 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 You guys have painted a vivid image for me to do the Photoshop cover art for this episode, by the way. That's what we're here to do. I, I cannot wait. I did have to give up on my on my dream of doing like the one Photoshop image I just could not accomplish. I've... It's the only time I've ever been stopped in my tracks by a potential Photoshop image, and it was for it was the one where I was drunk. It was the 21st episode where the title of the show was going to be the All Frankenstein Hot Car Hot Rod Rally, and my plan was to draw a racetrack full of Frankenstein's driving hot rods, but they're all on fire. So the Frankenstein's are some of them are trying to like wave the checkered flag or like attend to their pit crew, but they're afraid of fire, so they're just scared and running around. And the Frankenstein's in the cars, they're equally afraid of fire, so they're just freaking the fuck out. And I just couldn't make it happen. But in my head, it's glorious. It's so beautiful in my head. In my head, it's pretty glorious too. It sounded very detailed and thought out, and I I I enjoy it. It's such a shame that I couldn't make it happen. Someday. One day. One day. I have a dream. Someday. About okay, let's go on. We're going to do our next game. Our next game is a game we call Audiobook. <laughs> I know you put music under these, so I'm just providing that. I'm I wish you guys could hear the music. Like, I wish we could incorporate that directly into the episode because then you guys could like sing along with it. But since you... I, I wish that could happen too. We tried that. That was the first episode. I tried having it piped through the speakers, and then I kept asking you guys if you heard the music, and no one ever did, and no one knew what I was talking about either. So I would just chime in in the middle of a sentence like, do you hear music? You guys, do you guys hear music? What I wish for truly, though, truly and honestly and, and very emotionally, this is real, guys. I wish, I wish we could do the show together in one's place. CK Live, we should totally do it. Yes. Oh, ChimpCon. We should Chimp get, we con. should do it. <laughs> ChimpCon. We should Welcome team up to the con of chimps. <coughs> Louis C.K. Live. We'll just open for him. No, but he would probably be awesome at this, at improving. Are you saying he'd be good at comedy? I'm not seeing it. Now, I mean, I know. Hear me out, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, never mind. So, audiobook. <laughs> audiobook is a game played by our two players, Ed and Conan. They're going to be 
retelling a famous story, the audiobook of said story, and we're going to uh, switch chapter to chapter using this guy here, this noise. That is the sound of a chapter changing. As, as we switch through each player, they're going to retell the story as a character that I assign them. And so the story that we're going to use is the story of Hansel and Gretel. So Good. Hansel and Gretel is the story. So your characters, each of you, Conan is going to play a man who is convinced that someone is trying to break into his home because he keeps hearing noises. And Ed is a very clumsy cat burglar. Okay. So those are your two characters. The story is Hansel and Gretel. Uh, Conan's going to start. Players of the game of audiobook, are you ready? Yes. Yeah. Begin. All right, so tonight, uh, Daddy's going to read you kids a new story. This was a really famous one. It's called Hansel and Gretel. It's a classic. It's actually the story of a little boy and a little girl, much like yourselves. Okay. So the story takes place in ancient Germany, and there are two little children, Hansel and Gretel. And, you know, one day they go out for a walk. So Hansel and Gretel are... Oh! Did you hear that? No? <laughs> and then so they're laying down breadcrumbs so that hopefully on the way home they will be able to more easily find their way back. Okay, that time I definitely hurt. So you guys are sure? Nothing? Okay, no, Daddy's just been a little stressed out. It's all right. <laughs> And then, so the witch kidnaps them. I really think there's somebody outside. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna. All right, bedtime. The story time is over for now. Well, I'll, I'll, okay, okay. I'll still tell the story. I'm gonna go downstairs and I'll tell you the rest of the story. I'm just gonna have a look around. I'm just gonna have a look around. So yeah, the witch captures them. Her house is made out of candy, and they go and they eat the house. Oh, Honey, I thought there was someone outside. I know I'm freaking the kids out. The kid, well, the kids are actually freaked out because I was in the part of the story of Hansel and Gretel. But they were the witch. I think they were scared more about the witch. I really think we need to get a gun here, honey. Yeah, I know it's a hot button topic still, but listen to me. Listen to me. All right, so I'm just gonna go to bed. Let's just try to put this behind us. No, I don't. I don't think we need to talk about this any further. No, I'm not. I'm not pushing you away. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to step on your toes. I wasn't sure if we needed to play documentary tonight. Now I know we don't. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> wow! It's not a game. <laughs> Let's go on to our next game. Our next game is a game that we've been busting it out again lately. It's called Sound Effects. Sound Effects. Sound Effects. Sound Effects is a game for our players Ed and Matt. Or, well, it is for Ed and Matt. Hey yeah, here. I'm here. I'm Matt. Hi. <laughs> Heyo. Wow, cunt. <laughs> I love it when you call me Strumpa. I come love it when you call me Strumpa. <laughs> <laughs> it's for our... Say it dirtier. Our, our <laughs> Really hold out the S. Yes. Like <laughs> Just lather me up and strum. I want you to fill me with sugar. I love candy corn. Matt really does love candy corn. That's what we did it. it is, so it shall be done. <laughs> 
Ed and Conan are going to be our players for this game. Uh, the way sound effects works is our players are going to conduct a scene based on a suggestion we're going to get from our trusty random noun generator. And uh, during that scene, I'm going to be fucking with them with a bunch of sound effects on my phone here. So we're going to get a suggestion for our scene. The suggestion is pasta. Pasta is your suggestion for your scene. We're going to give you some sound effects as we go. We're going to sprinkle them on in there like some Parmesan cheese. Uh, mm, mm. I'm good! Can I just say something? Can I just say yum? No. no. Oh, well, I said it, so no. what we're going to do. <laughs> Dab, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sound effects. Your suggestion is pasta. Players, are you ready? Yes. Yep. Begin. Um, yeah, I'd like to just order a plate of pasta, please. Thank you. I'm sorry, just a simple plate of pasta? I bet you want spaghetti with marinara. This is a five-star Italian restaurant, sir. Um. We go out of our way to just grate the finest squirrels onto all of our... Just, uh, see, you okay there, only, sir? You only what? do that in Italy. And, only and do what in Italy? Great squirrels onto, onto your feet. Oh, yeah, well... No, just if like I could just that. have plain pasta, just plain, please. Thank you. But we have so much more to offer. I don't... Uh, listen, I, I totally... I appreciate that. But, you know, I don't really need you to go the extra mile for me tonight. I just... I would just like some plain pasta, you know, just boil it, serve it to me, and that'll be good. Just fine. Are you Okay. No, I, I, I've just been having these weird, like, visions lately. I'm, yeah, and maybe... you keep drinking out of my, my soda. I really don't appreciate that. Bill. Uh, um, I... Okay, well, can I just get a new drink as well, then? I mean, I mean, we don't have free refills. And I really okay. don't appreciate Someone, that you seated me right by the bathroom. So, someone's like... done in there. Let me, let, me, let, me go, let me go in real quick, and let me, let me take care of my business real quick. I'll, 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 I'll get your soda. Ah, damn it, the ducks beat me to it. Ah, man, oh, this is just... This is a very filthy restaurant. I think I'm going to leave if that's all right. No, we, this is fresh duck. Okay. Those okay, ducks I, don't I have much longer to live. Those ducks I'm not really interested together. in eating the duck, per se, I'm, 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 the, the freshness of it doesn't Right, right, me. right. Spaghetti and marinara. Listen, I'm just going to see you another night. Like, free dinner was nice of you to offer and all, but this is too much trouble, so goodbye now. I, I mean, I never offered you free dinner, but, I mean... <sighs> Finally, my turn. Hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, Bob. Did we just lose a customer? What are you doing out here? I mean, I'm... Well... My second character didn't get to be alive that long. And I am sad. <laughs> so, documentary. Documentary is our next game. We are Yay! going to... How? Uh, documentary is a game for all of us. Uh, we are going to have two of us, myself and Ed, are going to be playing animals. And these two animals are going to be uh, chosen at random by our random noun generator. We are going to be receiving some documentation. We're going to be covered by our intrepid documentarian, Conan. And Conan is going to be describing all the wonderful, majestic behavior of the, of the animals that he's witnessing. The random noun generator has given us Kenya. It's not an animal, but I feel like we can work with that suggestion. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, so Kenya is our suggestion for animals. So, players, this is the game of documentary. Kenya is what's happening. Are you ready? Yes. I don't All know. Right. Take, take it away, documentarian Conan. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to beautiful Africa, where today we are going to be focusing on a Kenyan wild dog. It's a crazy animal. It's like not domesticated puppy, like not good boy Rex. More like, ow, predator bit me on the ankle. <laughs> Much pains. So, 
you know, the thing about these crazy wild dogs is that they're so easy to track, leave little cute puppy paw prints in the dirt of the savannah. And so it's very easy. You don't even need to put the tracker in their ear, like giving them earring piercing. And they make a very distinct howl, which if we listen closely, we can hear the doggies calling to us. Oh! <laughs> so cute. That is the thing about everything in the Kenya. So much cuter than other parts of the world. Yes. So, oh no! It looks like little pup is very sick. Well, this doggy in for a very special treat because I have a veterinarian degree. So we go. <laughs> I know. You like that being tickled right under your chin, don't you, little puppy dog? <laughs> oh, it's creepy if you laugh too much. But serious. So, the thing that you have to worry about with these dogs, you could see a healthy one coming up from me from behind, trying to bounce off of my back, is they are very cannibalistic society. They will eat one another if one is weak. Bad doggy! Bad! No! This is not Darwinian society! Get out of here! You can snarl all you want! I have bigger foot than your face! I'll kick you! There are going to be two doggies with injuries if you do not stop! Alright, time to kick! Kapow! Wow, ow! What was that, Mike? Uh-huh. Well, that was. That was that was something. It always is. It always something. That was good. <laughs> There's such a new level of improvisation when your immune system gets in on the action. You can. You literally cannot predict what you will do next. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I cannot predict how I will fluid next. Uh, so I'm definitely having a lot of fun with this, but I imagine that people who are listening after a while, they're going to be like, no, some guy, some poor guy is just sick. I don't feel good about this anymore. <laughs> this guy's getting me sick over my ears. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't want... No, it's more like I don't want to eavesdrop on someone's someone's misery, I think. Oh, it's I do. fine. I absolutely do. <laughs> oh, no, I John like Stewart <laughs> used to go on the air sick all the time. He used to – my mentor, John Stewart, used to – Well, you know what I think, Mike? You know what I think? I don't yeah. think John Stewart is half the man you are, so. Well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and by the way, when I said when – I, when I referred to John Stewart as my mentor, what I meant was I went to a taping of The Daily Show once and yelled at him. I don't is think that a true story? Me. Yeah. Went there once, and I was like, John! And if I if I ask um, John Stewart if uh, at some point in a taping of the Daily Show someone screamed his name, uh, will he say yes? Will he will he verify that story? It's possible that it might have been replicated once or twice, but I mean. So you're not original, is what you're saying? The man's been on the air for like 20 years. Who can say how many times that one extremely improbable event has occurred? And now he's no longer on the air. Now he's not on the air. Now he's not in the air. Now you gotta scream, Trevor! Oh no! Trevor! You gotta. You just gotta. Trev! So okay, let's go ahead. We're gonna do another game called It'd Be Funny Riff. It'd Be Funny Riff is a game for our two players, Conan and Ed. This is a game where they're going to conduct a scene based on a suggestion that we're gonna get from a random noun generator, and then uh, periodically throughout uh, said scene. They're going to get some, uh, let's call it artistic direction, from somebody who is very, very self-assured that they know how, in fact, it would be funnier if. And so they're going to just call out a way and if it'd be funnier. Like, for example, if I say, it'd be funnier if Ed's arm were full of 
Then, at that point, I turned to the random noun generator again to finish our thought. Bees! Does it actually say bees? Yes, it says Yay! bees! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Four bees! And then from then on, Ed's harvest four bees. That is just beautiful. <laughs> the first time we ever played this game back in the old comedy troupe at RIT... Jared Clark, who occasionally drops by... Who uh, was in one episode. Was in one, and by. <laughs> by occasionally, I mean one episode. He was playing the game, it, it'd be funnier, if the very first time we tried it out, and at some point someone just said, it'd be funnier if his stomach was full of bees, and then he just pauses and he goes, it's full of bees! And he just yells about he's full of bees, and that was the end of the scene. <laughs> That was it. From humble beginnings. We From humble, and then we knew we had a hit on our hands with it. be funnier. <laughs> <coughs> so, for our scene, let's get a random noun suggestion here. Your scene suggestion is Himalayans. That's, all, that's vaguely racist, actually. I, think. I thought it meant like the mountains. No, Himalayas, but this says Himalayans. Oh. Like, you oh, know, those, yes. those dirty Himalayans. It's the addition of the N. The it's N. the N. Once again, an N has ruined a word. Once again. Damn it. <laughs> so Once Himalayans. Again. N's and H's. I don't, I don't know what's up. Yep. Yeah. And, <laughs> dude, N's and H's, man. <laughs> uh, okay, so Himalayans is your mildly racist suggestion for your scene. Players is the game of It'll be funny or if. Are you ready? Yes. Oh, God. Wait, what's your suggestion? Himalayans. That's right, that's right. The mildly racist suggestion. Okay. It's fun for the whole family. It's so fun for all the families. For every family except for the Himalayan families. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Begin. Good evening. I will be your guide up the mountain. I'm actually really not feeling like going up the mountain today, Gary. I think we should definitely go. You came all this way. Gary, all I have to say is that yesterday you took us to that restaurant and the food was terrible. I'm really not so hot on anything you're doing. I mean, it was it was prime, authentic Himalayan cuisine. So I always say, I always say, every man is entitled to his own opinion. You're entitled to think that, but you are objectively wrong. Whether you liked it or not, it was authentic. It'd be funnier if the mountain was on mirrors. And I mean, look at that mountain. It's just. It's, there's just crushed mirror underneath. There's some seriously bad luck associated with that mountainous range. I'm not going to go up it. There's no reason to. Well, I, I think that you could. I mean, we had tourists before try and climb down the mountain, and then we had to crush up the mirrors. So so what does uh, that mean should... to me? How is that convincing me to go on your little tour at all? Um, that we've made it 100% safer. How is it safer? There's still the crushed mirror right there. But there's only one direction to go, and as long as you uh, you know wear closed-toed shoes and what about the, bad the trail... Luck? I mean, luck is luck is relative. I mean, some I people have it. I don't agree with that, Gary. Don't. I mean, you didn't. It'd be funnier if Gary's head were inside of a tulip. Gary, you know, I, I'm. I feel like I've. What? <laughs> what? What was that? I was gonna say that the flower on your head is very nice, and that you know, I was just looking for something positive in all this. God bless you. I mean, it's good, except in springtime where I can't. I need to take a band Here, here, take a take a tissue. Here, take this. All right, why don't you why don't you why don't you come sit down, and have have some soup? No, we need we go up the mountain. I mean, I'm not going. We go up the mountain. It'd be funnier if the soup was full of skates. I'd really like you to try this soup. It's hot, it's warm, it's nourishing, and there's skates in it. <laughs> the, soup is, the soup is good, but I don't like the skates. The, I don't like rolly things in my food. All right, well, if you really don't like the skates in your soup, I'll, I'll take them out for you. 
How's oh, that? Thank you. Thank you're you. welcome. So just give me a minute. I'll clean this out. Have a seat. You, you're, uh, you're just a mess right now, Gary. But we didn't go up the mountain. There's treasure Gary, at the top of the Gary, mountain. Gary, Gary, you cannot go up a mountain. You're sick. You're sneezing. You need soup. It'd be funnier if the treasure at the top of the mountain was heat. That's the only way I get warm. We What's the only end, way you get warm? What are you talking about? We can end this winter. We can end this winter as we know it. It's, it's spring. It's spring, Gary. Don't you remember? It's spring, and that's why you're allergic to the tulip right now. <laughs> well, you just had an answer for everything. That's the game of improv. Oh, man. I didn't realize that game was competitive, but Conan definitely won. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Ed was chewing out metal skates out of his soup while his head was caught in a flower, and he was looking for heat, and Conan was just like, nah, springtime. <laughs> springtime over here. <laughs> but he, he did say it was spring. <laughs> I did. You are, you are correct in revealing my, my horrid, lackluster shortcomings as, you know, improper on the internet. That is not what I wanted. <laughs> well, it's what you did. Deal with it. <laughs> okay, so uh, there, there was another RIT story. RIT, for those of you who don't know, is home to the NTID, the National... Technical Institute for the Deaf, and so I think it's about 10% of our population is, is deaf, and so, you know, walking by with deaf kids around and hearing kids together is a common thing, so at one point during one of our old comedy troupe meetings, I had to go to the bathroom, so I walk up to the stairs to go down, and like, as I'm going down the stairs, I just kind of like, shook a fart loose, and didn't know what to do about it, because there was a group of kids right at the top of the stairs, and I knew they heard me, <laughs> they heard me just go step, step, so I just didn't respond. I didn't react. I just pretended like I didn't hear anything. And then, you know, I, I keep going. And by the time I get to the bottom, at the top of the stairs, I hear the kids go, fucking deaf kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Everyone, everyone, tonight we're going to be playing a game called Dr. Know-It-All, where we bring in our three-headed specialist friend of the show, Dr. Know-It-All. As would indicate by his name, he has the answers to everyone's questions in the world. So tonight, I'm going to be asking the doctor your questions. We're going to be finding out the mysteries of the universe. Players, this is the game of Dr. Know-It-All. Are you ready? Yeah. Yes. Let us begin. Okay, everyone. The first question for tonight, what's a good number of friends to have? 16. Friends. Is. A. Adequate. Number. Two. Have. But. When. 17. Friends. Appear. In. A. Dream. Then. You. Wake. Up. And. Cry. Enormous. Tears. Of. Joy. Because. No. Person. <laughs> wants. <laughs> My <coughs> enormous nuts. <laughs> okay, then. Very good. So, optimally, you would like to have 16 friends, but if you have 17, they don't want you to have big tears in your big nuts. Totally understandable. Okay, so I have another question for you tonight, Dr. Know-It-All. How long should you wait before tying the knot with someone? Shoelaces should never tie themselves. Because shoelaces are inanimate objects, which are worthless. 
two. Me. Okay, very good. So you should not tie your shoelaces because they are worthless to you. I understand completely now. Um, Dr. Nodal, if I may, how can you tell if a friend is lying in a text message? Simply. Text. Your. Penis. Picture. To. Their. Mother. Fucking. Phone. <laughs> you. Bitch. Oh, okay, very good. So simply text your penis picture to their motherfucking phone. You bitch. I understand. Thank you, Dr. Nodal. It's a very illuminating and informative answer. So if I could just take a moment, Dr. Nodal, and uh, also ask your opinion, um, how to dress appropriately in the gym? Nothing. Can. Prepare. You. For. The. Hotness. Of. My. Body. When. Wet. From. Sweating. Profusely. While. Uh, jacking. It. Up. And. Down. Up. Up. Sideways. And. Down. Sideways. Again. Tasty. Treats. Mmm. <laughs> wow, doctor. You know, I find that every time I listen to you speak, I just I gain a little more wisdom. So the appropriate way to dress in the gym is to get wet while jacking it and sweaty going up, down, sideways, and having yourself a tasty treat. Um, my next question would be, describe Donald Trump in one word. Although for you, Dr. Nordahl, please use more than one word. Describe describe Donald Trump, please. Delectable. Man. Child. Very good. I, I think so myself. Thank you. <laughs> so, Dr. Nordahl, tonight's last question for the night is not going to be that. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> Dr. Dr. No Dr. Nordahl. What was the last good movie you watched? Movies are nothing without comparison to other types of art, such as performance, painting, with deer antlers attached to my junk heap of testicles tasty treat mm. very well Dr. Nodal um, thank you so much for coming out tonight and answering uh, the listeners questions I think we have all learned something very uh, special and powerful tonight and let's give a round of a hand for our good esteemed doctor hey hey so, well, well, the question that no, I'm not, no, no, not, no, 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 no. It's not because it's funny that I'm not going to say it. If it was funny, I would have said it. Well, I too have Yahoo Answers up, and I'm curious. Let's see if I can guess guess the horrible question. Is it women are worthless? Question mark. No, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it? How do I become a part of rape culture? It sounds like good fun. How do I join? I mean, that's borderline, but that's still not as bad as what I saw. I got nothing. Everything else is legitimately funny to me. I love how, how the percent, a large percentage of these are legitimate with just trolling. Like, just teenagers like, this is funny. Yeah, I get that sense from looking at it. Oh, Yahoo. Oh, Yahoo.
Yahoo! <laughs> that wasn't a cough. That was the sound of Yahoo stock. Yahoo! Yahoo! Whales. Okay. We're going to bring it on home. So, we're going to close it out with some sex positions here. Sex positions is a game where we are going to go in order. And we're going to each take turns coming up with a sex position that we're going to name. And the rest of us are going to go in order and uh, describe said sex position before the uh, sex position E will explain the true meaning of said sex position. So, Onan, why don't you start us off and give us the name of a sex position to define? Yes, of course. Please tell me about the charitable curiosity. Uh, well, the charitable curiosity is when you walk up to some really, really shy people and you feel like you're doing them a favor. You're doing some, some charity by giving them a chance to, to prove themselves uh, sexually. But your curiosity just destroys you every time because they all end up as psychopaths who then rip your insides out and just gobble them up in front of you uh, while you are screaming and bleeding out and breathing your last breath. Tasty. Mm. Treats. Mm. <laughs> well, now, you, you hear the charitable curiosity, and you think it sounds rather highbrow and rather elegant. You'd be wrong. Um, the charitable curiosity is really just the glorified name for a glory hall in a goodwill. Hmm. Hmm. Actually, the uh, charitable curiosity is simply when, out of the goodness of your heart, you help those less fortunate than you. It's when you volunteer to uh, have sex with the homeless. <laughs> that is a curiosity. It is, it is curious, <laughs> let me tell you. Well, once again, uh, we turn to uh, Mr. Chin's Orioles to Supermarket and Restaurant Takeout menu. <laughs> oh, it's a supermarket now. They've expanded. Oh, no, it's, it's, been, it's, been, it's the same menu. I've, it was always a market, but was it ever super? I, I have been in this place exactly once several months ago. <laughs> Well, you owe them um, a visit now. You owe all the free freaking press we've given them to all of our they, zero they, fans in, in Mississippi. Wait a minute. Because Ed gave them free press, he owes them going yeah, there? They, they, I, listen, they there's a reason we only have like a thousand listens. I'm not good at business. I think if, if they owe – if Ed gave them free press, they owe him free food. You heard it, General Whatever Supermarket. I'm calling you out. A anyway, I'm, I'm very excited to know what the asparagus combination is. <laughs> I feel like we've done this one before. Yeah, this is awfully we familiar. Really you know what this You're... reeks of? Asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've done an asparagus combination. <laughs> uh, we, could, we could also do uh, the boiled beef and hot oil. I like that one. That one sounds sexy. That one sounds... Uh... I mean, it has two peppers next to it, so you know it's hot. Hot. That uh, sounds saucy. Okay, the boiled beef in hot oil? Is that, what <coughs> is that what we're talking about here? The boiled beef in hot oil is what happens when you uh, you seduce a fine young heifer, and you lay her down on the beach there, and you get the sunscreen on her nice and good, and then you just you sedate her, and then you let her sit out there, and she just naturally cooks into a nice juicy steak. Uh, and then you fuck her. You fuck the steak. That's it. Hot <laughs> beef in hot oil, or as I like to call it, mmm, tasty treat. Mm. is when you get some hot chocolate and you layer it around your uh, penis, and then it hardens, and then you have chocolate around your penis. <laughs> the end. <laughs> what do you do then? Well, well, it's there. I mean, you did it. <laughs> what? Wait, you thought there was a step two? No! 
<laughs> done. Go go read a book. You're finished for the day. Um, well, the boiled beef in hot oil is when due to due to the earth getting warmer, all the oceans are now boiling. Um, and so you take a cow and you just cover it in gasoline, so the hot oil. And then the gasoline it catches the cow on fire. The cow's like, oh, no, and runs into the boiling ocean. And then there's some banging in there somewhere. Somewhere. I don't know. You're naked around. the entire time. Yeah, there's got to be some banging if you're naked. I mean, it's, yeah. it's inevitable. It, it happens. <laughs> it happens. Okay. Uh, why don't you guys tell me about the Moroccan fish fillet? <laughs> so the Moroccan fish fillet was discovered in 1901 by a scientist named Edward Crichton Mazzled. And what he discovered was that fish in the ocean, usually, the way that fish procreate is that a female will jettison all of her eggs in the water, and then the male will disperse his sperm over that. So the fish don't actually have intercourse. It's more like the body of water around them is one big soupy embryonic tank for them. But what we discovered with uh, this specific Moroccan specimen, or rather, Mr. Edward, of course, discovered, nah, I can't, <laughs> can't just go claiming credit for myself, was that these fish had actually gotten a copy of a porno film made in Germany. And after watching this and studying it, over the course of a couple of decades, the fish actually began to fornicate in a manner similar to people. And it just shows you how trends come around again, where today we actually now take the techniques that the fish perform on one another, and we copy that and bring it into our own lives in order to spice up marriages. And there you have it. Nice, nice. Uh, well, well, the Moroccan fish fillet is... Actually, when uh, someone has uh, piercings in their vaginal region, and so, like, it looks filleted, and you just happen to be in Morocco with maracas. It's, 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 it's the best country and the best kind of music, and the best kinds of piercing. So. Uh, all right. Well, interesting uh, choices, but the, uh, the Moroccan fish fillet is what happens when um, you meet a man dressed immaculately like the Gordon's fisherman, and uh, he, he whisks you off on his fishing boat to Morocco, and he tells you that he's, you know, he's going to be making some delicious fish, but all he really does is just lock you in, in the dungeon of his boat, and then he just kind of has his way with you. And when you, when you get back to shore... You find that every sight of the Gordon's Fisherman on the box uh, fills you with lust. And so what you do is you bring home a box of the Gordon's Fisherman fish, and you just kind of, you know, you warm them up, of course. You're going to put them in the oven, preheat them. And then when they're good to go, you just kind of go to town on the fillets. The fillets did nothing wrong, but someone's got to suffer because of what that Gordon's Fisherman did to you. I always love in this game how these, these things we describe <laughs> become so... So highly improbable and unrepeatable. It's like, oh, that's when you... <laughs> that's when that uh, thing happens that all the... Sure, okay. <laughs> oh, tasty. Mm. Listen, my name's Gordon, and I'll call you. Away! <laughs> Away! <laughs> all right. Uh, I want to hear what you guys... What did you learn tonight? What have you learned? Tonight I learned that Mike Devine is not just a comedian, podcaster, a citizen of Washington State. He's the kind of man who fights through terrible struggles, illnesses despite everything in order to persevere, and I think he, he's become a role model of mine tonight. That's what I learned. 
that you don't they don't have to be impeded by colds, coughs. You can still be who you were meant to be. Sorry, I didn't. I was getting more Gatorade. I missed that part. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Ah. What What did you learn tonight, Ed? Um. Well, I learned that Kermit the Frog has has a line that he doesn't cross when interviewing people. Kermit, don't um, cross that. But it's it's a good line to have, and I feel that we all need boundaries. It's just that Kermit uh, makes his very very clear, and that's something that's admirable, especially in today's this day and age. All right. I learned that if you cough enough, uh, blood. And tonight, I learned that the people of the internet are sick, disenfranchised <laughs> sycophants who have nothing better to do than to try to promote the mind of an innocent puppeted frog. Good night. It's okay, Kermit. It'll be all right. It's not all right. <laughs> It'll never Nothing's be all right. the same anymore. Okay, that was Chip Knuckles. This episode has been brought to you by a bottle of Gatorade that has enabled my throat to be coated enough for speaking for uh, all of an hour. Gatorade, it coats your throat. Uh, we are all over those internets, in case you haven't noticed. We are on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Tumblr, Pinterest? Somewhere in there? We're on are all we the actually? Internet. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think we ever will be at this point. That ship has, that ship has sailed. Uh, well, I mean, what, what would what would we what pictures would we post in this audio only format? <laughs> exactly. That's kind of where I ran into a wall. Just post about. the same like logo, just repeatedly. Yeah. Like uh, every time we face a visual medium, I'm stumped. Actually, that you would know? be kind of funny to, to have a Pinterest with like every single picture is the same picture. <laughs> Here's us do- recording show 21. It's just the, the knuckle logo. Same fucking time. Uh, well, your, your, your Photoshop game is pretty strong, so... I feel like, if nothing else, I love that this is an excuse to... Essentially, improv Photoshopping for me. <laughs> There's always some beautiful line I can take out of any show that I can make into something like ridiculous. Like, arms made out of arms. With no context whatsoever, that's the best line you could possibly have to work with as a starting point. I don't even remember like, what you were talking about. No! Oh no, I do. It was, it was, it was. It'd be funnier if it was this. It was a sublime. It'd be funnier if where I I uh, paused the game and I said it'd be funnier if her arms were made of. And then I hit random noun generator and it came back arms. <laughs> arms. <laughs> We're on, we're on, we're not on Pinterest. We're on www.chipknuckles. Uh, we're on all of your podcast apps. We've got the iTunes, we've got, you know, the Pocket Casts, we've got all of the, the var- Stitcher, all of the various podcasting, what you call it. We're, we're on Google Play Music, but I personally can't find the podcast section. They won't let me see it. Apparently it went live, but my account is not able to access it for some reason. So if you could find us on Google Play Music, tell me how, please. Because <laughs> they're not letting me see it. But they claim it's there, those bastards. So, whatever. Uh, we're on all of the podcast apps. You can find us on the internet, at our websites. You can find us on YouTube for our videos and such. We do this every week or so-ish. Ben Sound does our music. He doesn't know it, but damn, Ben Sound, he do. That's me trying to be... I, this is, that was the... Damn Daniel was the first meme I don't understand, and it makes me feel old. Like, I've seen it. I get the joke, but it, I don't find it funny, and I think it's because I'm old, and it makes no, me... No, it's, it's not because you're old. It's because it's not worth anything. 
You should, okay. you should, you should not let the popularity of anyone dictate what you think about your self-esteem and your age. So, <laughs> even, like, <laughs> even on fleek, I understood the appeal. <clears throat> Damn, Daniel! Like I heard so much about it, and I'm thinking this is gonna be a funny video. And then I watch it, and I'm like, huh. This is like something I would make when I was 15 with me and my friends, and no one but us would find it funny. Why is it on Ellen? Help me understand, young people! I don't get it! Send me your thoughts to chipnuckles at gmail.com explaining why the fuck damn Daniel's funny. Please help me. Everyone's like, I don't know. <laughs> no one knows! So, ben, ben Sound does their music. Our music. Everyone's music. Uh, ben Sound if there's music, he did it. If there's sound, you can bet it was Ben. I wonder if Ben Sound does, like, all the music, like, ever. All of it. Like, like, like John Williams listed him as a, as a reference of his. As a, like, as even version. back to, like, Mozart. <laughs> like, you, like, Beethoven. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, some, like, Radiohead song is, like, all done by Ben Sound. Like, it's all, you know. Well, it's like that ancient Eminem song from is, Battlestar is, Galactica that, like, everyone's covered over centuries and millennia, but it's from, like, an ancient civilization. Ben Sound made the four chords of pop. Uh, <laughs> ben Sound is in sync. <laughs> He's all of them. Ben Kendrick Lamar feats Ben Sound. No, you mean Bendrick Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> that could be an improv game just by itself. Make Ben Sound into every artist. All right. So until next time, chimp, chimp knuckle, chimp knuckleinos, knuckleinos, knuckle, knuckle, chimp ballerinas. Make a high, make a chimp knuckles. Good night, <laughs> Good night. Good luck. Everyone shout rules at the, at the coach. <laughs>